What up, what up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Couch Combos. So, I just want to first of all thank every single person that watches this or listens to Couch Combos. Um, as y'all know, the audio version is now available. And I just, I'm just so grateful for the people that have taken the time out of y'all's busy day to watch me, to listen to me, just pour my heart out on these episodes and just talk about my life and my journey to good success. And speaking of my journey to good success, I like to talk about the highs and the lows. Like, I guess a few years ago, I really got into this habit of only sharing the good moments, only sharing the positive moments, always portraying myself to be this like boss that just got it all figured out. And that's really not the case. So I've really learned to embrace, especially with filming these episodes, the bad stuff is helpful too. Like the bad stuff means something too. So I like to share all of it. So with that being said, I got something good to tell y'all today. I'm really excited. It's a testimony and I'm sharing it solely for that purpose. It's a testimony and y'all have literally, I feel like been on this journey with me through all the BS, through all the bad stuff. And I've shared so many of my mistakes and I was obedient and I feel like now it's time to share this testimony. So let me just start from the top of the story. So in 2018, when I was living in California, I actually got a job at a clothing line. If you've been following me and you've been watching my YouTube videos for a minute now, then you probably know what I'm talking about. I actually worked for a brand called TLZ La Femme, ran by Asia. You probably, y'all might know her, you might not, I don't know. But um, it's ran by Asia and she actually hired me to sew up her orders for her. So I was living in Cali, I was sewing up her orders for her. Um, it was a great opportunity, great learning experience because I got to work for a clothing line. And not only that, she's black, she's young. So I got to really see, that's where I really got to see like, oh, I could really make money selling clothes because she doing her thing and we was working out of the garage back then. So fast forward, I was doing that and I was interning at The Real at the same time. So The Real, my internship at The Real was going so good that I actually got offered a job at American Idol through that particular, you know, um, resource that was helping me with The Real. And so I left TLZ La Femme to do American Idol. That was a that was a um, opportunity that I just couldn't pass up. But I always kept in contact with Asia. We we definitely stayed on good terms, and she pretty much became like a big sister and mentor to me. So you know, I just always stayed tapped in with her or whatever. Fast forward, I'm living in Dallas now. And y'all know I just was minding my business, just getting up, going to work, going to the bank, because I had determined that I already did what I needed to do in the fashion and, you know, entertainment industry. I done been there. I done done that. It's cool, but it's not stable enough for me financially. That's what I had determined. Like, that's what I had told myself, because I would be on these shows and I would be doing these projects and it would be going good. And then... Number one, I wasn't saving my money like I was supposed to. And then number two, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do so that I could keep allowing opportunities to come my way for the for that. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to banking. That's, that's my safety net, and I'm just going to stick with that. 
And to be honest, like, that's what the Lord told me to do when I got here was to just get a job and just be obedient. Get a job, be the best teller I could be. Um, Y'all know at the time that I first got the job, I didn't even have a car. So I was taking the train to work for at least, like, it was a little over a month. So I'm taking the train to work. Um, I'm going to this job as a teller. Oh, and the Lord told me not to say anything about any of my past experiences. It's like American Idol, the real, like, it was, it was, I was specifically instructed to just go to work, be the best teller you could be, and don't say nothing about nothing about nothing. Like, that was, that was the specific instruction. So I just was obedient. Like, I went to work. I was on time every single day. Um, Well, I have been on time every single day. Um, and I've just been the best teller I could be. My ratings and reviews and customers love me. All of that stuff has been good. So I've been obedient as far as that is concerned. Um, and then randomly, last Wednesday, I had a dream. And I had a dream that I was with Asia. Young man. i wait. Are you done? So I had a dream. So I had a dream that I was helping Asia on some big project. Like she was working on some big project and I was there with her and I was asking her, she was like, I really need your help. I really need your help. I'm working on this thing and I need you to help me manage this team of people that I have. And I was asking her like, well, where's such and such? I'm not going to say her name, but it's the girl that ran her whole Basically, like, her right-hand man, you know? And I was just like, well, where's she at? And she was just like, girl, she she got too much going on. She can't, she can't do it. She can't help us. And this is all in the dream. And I'm like, okay, well, what you need me to do? And she was just like, basically, I need you to go over there, and I need you to manage this team for me. And I was like, okay. You know, I went over there. I managed the team. And I got a little, in my dream, it was like I got a little cocky or arrogant. And she had to check me and tell me to, like, pipe down and just do what I asked you to do. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but that was a part of the dream. So that was the end of the dream. I was helping her. She wanted me to manage a team of people. Her previous employee, like, something happened. She couldn't do it, and she needed me. And she needed somebody that she could trust. So when I woke up. I just sat there for a second because I was like, uh, not sure why I'm having this dream because I'm in Texas and I work at the bank now, so I don't know what that's about. But it's funny because this is literally a reoccurring dream that I've had. Like, I keep having these dreams that I'm helping her 
and she's working on these projects and I'm, I'm there. And as she elevates, I'm there. And, you know, I just, I've always kept the relationship good, but I just never, you know, put two and two together that something would come out of it. So I just was led to tell her about the dream. So I wrote her that next morning and was like, hey girl, I had a dream about you last night and I told her about the whole dream and I'm gonna read y'all the messages because I had wrote her and told her about the dream and I told her about the dream and then I said I'm not sure why I keep having these dreams that I'm helping you but if you ever need me I'm there my dad is still in Cali so I can come whenever so when I said that I was thinking like I'll just come on the weekend you know I'll get some PTO from my job and I'll just come help you for a couple of days whatever so she literally wrote me back and was like, wow, this is crazy. I'm about to call you. Can you talk? <laughs> and I'm at work reading her message like, girl, I'm finna be off in two hours. I'm gonna call you as soon as I get off. So I called her and she was just like, your dream is spot on. Because literally, let's just call her let's call her k she was like k don't work for me no more so i basically been in over my head and i've been super overwhelmed with everything and she started talking about all these things creatively that she wants to do like if y'all don't know who asia is i always post her on my instagram but she is a creative genius and she really needed help like with the back end business stuff so she could do her thing you know creatively and that's basically what she was telling me on the phone and she was just like since k don't work for me no more i really need help and i couldn't think of i couldn't think of anybody better that could help me than you so you know i don't know what we got to do but the offer is on the table if you want to take it what what like I'm just over here minding my business working at the bank ain't think twice about ever ever going back to LA so I'm just in this moment when she said that to me I'm like okay well you know I'm gonna pray about it look I'm playing it real cool like okay I'm gonna pray about it and I'm gonna get back with you and she was just like yes let me know something ASAP you know because I would love to have you so I instantly get off the phone with her and I call my dad because he is like the voice of reason in my life, especially when it comes to stuff like this, where as far as like me chasing my dreams and creative stuff, like I know I can call him because he, he understands, he gets it. So I immediately got off the phone with her, called my dad and told him I was just in, I was in a state of shock. And when I told him, he was in a state of shock, like, wow, 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 wow. Like you had a dream. And it was spot on like you she really was going through that in the dream and now she want to offer you a job like what this is God like we both knew in that moment like this is God this is a this is a God opportunity so um I, he was just like well listen I say go for it but only thing is is that make sure you ask for make sure you get that coin make sure you ask for what you need so that you can so that you can bypass the difficulties of living in California. Because I never really talked about this on the podcast, but Cali is a really difficult place to live because it's so busy, it's so many people, it's very noisy, like physically and spiritually, like it's just a lot going on. 
So I knew that I was going to have to make enough to be able to keep my place here in Dallas because I love that I can call Dallas home. Like, I love that I got my Texas driver's license and I, you know, just I really got settled in and established here in Texas. So I, I knew I was going to need to be able to do both. And if I wasn't going to be able to do both, then it just wasn't going to work for me. So I started praying about a number to ask her for salary. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, that was giving me a lot of anxiety because when I worked for her the first time, I, I really wasn't getting paid that much. And this is no like no slight or shade or nothing like that, but I was like basically at a beginner's level with what I was doing. So I had to start at the bottom basically. And I was just thinking like, well, damn, she only paid me X, Y, and Z when I first started working for her. So, like, what, what do I look like asking for this over here? But I started praying and I was just like, Lord, just as confident as I know you gave me that dream and I was able to call her and tell her about it, I want to be just as confident when it comes to asking for this number, for, this, for my annual pay. And I was just like, you're going to have to give me a number. So I was praying, I was praying. And then I kept hearing this number. I kept hearing it. I kept hearing it. And I'm like, okay, are you sure you want me to ask for that? Like, that's kind of a lot. And the Lord was like, just do it. Go for it. Ask for that. So I wrote it down. And I was literally so anxious and nervous about asking her for this particular number that I made a separate list of all the reasons why I felt like I deserved that pay. So the very next day, um, she... She texted me like, hey, can you talk today? I was like, yeah, you know, I'll call you when I get off. As soon as I got off, I called her. And before I even said anything, she was just like, so, you know, I hope you had some time to pray about it and think about what we were talking about yesterday. I don't know if you came up with a number, but I would love for you to just give me a number and I'll let you know if that's something I can do. I'm like, there is no way she would have knew that I was praying about a number and for her to just say that like that just further confirmed that oh this is a god opportunity like this is a god moment so i i gave her the number when i tell y'all she didn't even she didn't even debate with me she was just like okay that's fair let me just go back to my you know look at my numbers and make sure that's something i can do but that sounds fair and i just was like again incomplete shock like, is this really happening right now? Like, this is really happening right now. And I will, I'm going to just be totally real with y'all. Like, I was in such a state of shock that I started to get a little anxious. And I'm like, this, this is just too good to be true. Like, what? And then I start thinking about all the stuff. Like, what if she call me and say, never mind? Like, what if I'm just, I'm just tweaking and this is this whole situation is just not even going to happen? And, like, eventually I had to tell myself, like, no, this is happening. This is a God moment. He literally, I was literally just over here working this job, minding my business. I was about to be a banker. Like, I was just preparing myself to just do what I had to do because I, I was just being obedient to what God told me to do. And this opportunity just basically kind of falling in my lap. So, I just had to start telling myself, like, no, this is happening. This is a God thing. This is happening, and I'm going to accept it for what it is. 
So long story short, we did some negotiating, went back and forth. We settled on the number and I have a new job. I have a new job. Oh my gosh. So I'm starting my new job on the 31st and I'm going to be bi-coastal basically. Like I'm going to be in LA. I'm going to work in LA. I'm going to have a spot in LA, but I'm going to keep my house in Dallas. And this is going to be my, this is going to be my stability. This is my place of escape. This is Dallas is going to be like home base for me basically. And I just, I'm just saying, oh, y'all, like, I couldn't be more excited. This is literally my dream job. Like, if you were to ask me, what is your dream job? I would tell you either working for a fashion designer or running the wardrobe department at a TV show. And I feel like all the great fashion designers work for another designer before they, like, become who they, you know, really blow up. And to me, it's not even about that. More so, I just, I really feel like I'm being called to L.A. Like, I was called to Dallas, and I made a video about that, and I meant that. And I really do feel like this is where home is now. But as far as work is concerned, I'm called to L.A. And it, it's just, it's just like so crazy, y'all. Because when I was in Cali, I used to always say, I love being out here for work. I love that I can just pull up in LA and get any type of fabric material connect with anybody who make clothes like I could literally make connections so fast and so quick in LA and I the resources are there to do that I love it I love it for that but I don't like the atmosphere for living like I just don't see myself being there long term so I used to always like feel confused about that because I'm just like I don't want to live here long term but I love to work here and when I got to Dallas I was like okay this is it as far as living is concerned but then I was working at the bank so I'm like I just didn't even worry about it I knew God was gonna work it out and I knew it was something on the other side of all my struggling and trials and everything that I had gone through up until this point but it's like the perfect situation. Like I get to do what I love to do. I get to work in an industry that I'm called to clearly. And I still get to have a place that's quiet and calm and just amazing. I have a church in Dallas that's amazing. So I still get to come here and experience that and just have that peace of mind of knowing that I have somewhere else to go when LA just get too crazy for me. Um, and I, I get to, like I said, I get to do what I love to do. So this is just a blessing. This is such a blessing. And I'm really, it's really hitting me now. Like at first I told y'all I was just having all this anxiety. I'm like, what is she saying? Never mind. Like, I don't know if she's going to agree to my number. Like all of this stuff. But the Lord just really gave me peace about it the more I started to pray. And then I went to therapy and I told my therapist how everything that was going on. And I told him that I was having anxiety. And when I talked to my therapist, I was actually waiting for her to get back to me about the salary. Like I was waiting for her to get back to me. And it was like, I want to say it was like a three, it was like a three or four day time period when I, when we had that salary conversation and when she confirmed it. So I was just waiting. I didn't know what she was going to say. I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was really feeling anxious because I'm just like, if God is about to tease me, like, I, I, I just didn't know how I was going to 
deal with the disappointment. And then I started thinking about all the other times where I thought I was about to step into a great opportunity and then it fell through. And I was just, like I said, it was giving me anxiety. So I talked to my therapist and my therapist told me something that was really life changing. He was like, you have to stay devoted to God no matter what. That's the biggest test in life. The greatest test in life is no matter what's going on externally, you have to remain devoted to God. Whether you get this position, whether she agrees with your salary that you want to have, whether you have to stay at the bank, you know, whatever it is, you need to stay devoted to God. And I just, that really made me sit back and go, you know what, I, I hate to hear it because I really want this. Now that I've seen it and I, I know that it's possible, I want this. But I'm, you're right, I'm going to stay devoted to God. I really am. And I got to work that next day and I woke up and I said a prayer and I said, you know what, Lord, let your will be done. I just pray that you help me to have a good attitude no matter what happens. Because it was just like once I got that news, I just was like feeling antsy at the bank. Like these people, like they was getting on my nerves more than they usually would. And it was just like, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want my mood and my attitude to be dependent upon situations or circumstances or like opportunities. Like I want to have a good attitude no matter what. And I think that is a part of, that was a part of me being devoted to God was just keeping a good positive attitude through everything and just being content with my situation no matter what. So um, I sat there and I said that prayer at work and I just, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace whatever, whatever it is. I'm content with it, Lord. Like that was literally, that was my prayer. That's what I said. But then my heart posture got reflected in that. Like, you know what? And all of a sudden I just felt this calmness. Like I'm just going to be content. If I got to keep being a teller at this bank, that's, I'm just going to do it. Like, and I'm going to be the best, continue to be the best teller that I can be. Cause that's, that's the last thing God told me to do. So as soon as I felt that calmness and that peace and just that contentment, I literally, I kid y'all not, I literally went to lunch and Asia called me and was like, here's my offer. I'm ready to make this, like, let's go ahead and do this. She sent me the offer. We went back and forth for a little bit, settled on a number. And bam, like, what can I say? We about to, we about to get this thing going. So, few lessons in this in this whole situation. First of all, thank thank you God, thank you God for this opportunity. Um, I really really believe that your gifts will make room for you and blessings will chase you down. Like I I literally did not have I didn't see this coming. I didn't I didn't see this coming. This was something that solely came from my obedience to God. I feel like, I really do feel like that. I feel like since I went to this job, I had a good attitude about this job. I didn't talk negative about it at all. Um, I went every day. I was on time. Even when I was on the train, y'all, I was riding the train and I still, I did my best to try to have a good attitude about being on the train. And then I got blessed with a car. So, I really feel like this is from just being obedient to God. And if y'all don't get nothing else from watching me, following me, 
all of that stuff. Like, I really want to be a catalyst for being obedient to God and doing things God's way and watching him just bless you and bless you and bless you. And that don't even mean that, like, I got to be perfect or I got to be preaching all the time or, like, because I'm not perfect. Like, I be cussing sometimes and, you know, I like to listen to trap music and I like to twerk and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? But in my heart, like, in my heart, my heart, I love God and I want to do things his way. And if I'm ever off course, like, I'm going to make sure I check that because I want it. I want his perfect will. This is really a testament of my obedience to God because he saw me. He saw me down here working. Like, he saw me down here riding the train. And, like, even when I came home, and y'all know, like, I would come home from work, film um, Fashion Friday, film Couch Convos, edit post on Instagram, go live on Instagram, like just pouring into my community, which is what God told me to do. Like just give, 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 give. And I ain't gonna lie. Some days I would get tired and I would want to give up because I was just like, Lord, how, like, don't you see me down here? Like you really got me working at this bank, you know, but then I would just check myself. Like, you know what? I'm just going to be obedient. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to do what you told me to do. So long story short, I just really feel like you have to stay solid even when you're being tested. Even when your faith is being tested, you got to just stay solid and you got to stay faithful and do the last thing that God told you to do. And I feel like it took me a long time to get to this point to even be able to hear from God and listen to him and obey him. But I feel like practice makes perfect. That's what I'll say about that. You just got to practice. It takes practice. And once you get in the mood, in the groove of listening to God and doing things his way, it'll just become like a habit, just like anything else. And that's literally where I've been at is just doing things his way and just practicing, you know, doing things his way. And whenever I don't or I miss it, I just repent and I dust my shoulders off and I just keep it moving. So, you know, that's my story. That's my testimony. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Um, I got to go out and celebrate, you know. But more than celebrating, I feel like I have to mentally and spiritually prepare myself for this opportunity because it's such a big opportunity um, that I know it's going to come with some big responsibilities as well. So I'm just, like, mentally preparing myself for what I'm about to have to do spiritually preparing myself for that um I have to make sure I stay devoted to God so I need to like really get a new devotional and really kind of get in the groove of that and just figure out what it is that I'm gonna need in LA to like you know stay in my right mind because it's crazy out there um and then I and you know also not making the same mistakes you know just thinking about all the other times that I've had jobs that I loved, like American Idol, like The Real, and the mistakes that I made. Like I said, not saving my money like I was supposed to when I was up like that. So that that ain't going to happen again because I ain't finna fumble this bad, period. So I would say the last thing is I had to make sure that I shared this information with the right people because... And that's why I'm sharing it with y'all. 
Because I really feel like if, if you watch or listen to Couch Convos, you understand what's going on here. Like, you do. For you to take the time out to listen to Couch Convos and watch Couch Convos, like, you understand what's going on and what God is doing. And I feel like y'all legit have a front row seat into what God is doing in my life. And if I'm going to share the low moments, I got to share the high moments, too. And with that, God could be doing something right in front of your face or right in front of somebody's face. And they still won't they still won't acknowledge it as like a blessing or a gift from God. So I really have had to protect myself and protect my peace on who I share this news with because although it's great news and it's amazing, it's still, and our our society is changing to to the point where, you know, regular nine to five jobs are kind of becoming more and more obsolete and following your dreams and doing your passion is getting more popular. But it's still some people that don't understand that concept yet. And, you know, it's been a lot of questions, you know, but this is something that God told me to do. And this is my dream job. So I'm protecting my peace. I'm not sharing that with everybody. So, you know, y'all should feel special. Y'all got the exclusive, you know what I'm saying? But yes, um, I'm just so grateful. I'm so happy. And thank y'all so much for watching. I didn't even mention that this is, this is the final episode of Couch Convos for season one. This is the 10th episode, and what better way to end the season with than with this news? Like, come on now, that's just bomb. So yes, this is the final episode of Couch Convos. I'm not sure when we'll pick back up for the next season, but I'm going to do Couch Convos in seasons so that I can give myself a break to go do other projects um, and just live a little, you know what I'm saying? So I have something to even talk about on here. But, um, yes, this is the season finale of Couch Convos, and I appreciate y'all so, 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 so much for watching. If you haven't watched any of the previous episodes, go back and listen to it because you'll get to see and listen to the whole story. I mean, this whole season of my life, it's basically, it's been documented. So if you're interested, definitely go back and check that out. Um, I love you guys, and I'll see y'all on the next episode of Couch Combos. Bye!